0: You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network.
1: Holly Cotton here, and I am so excited about our episode today. And I thought that this was really an important show to have. I actually ran into Daphne Jack, which we'll get into who this awesome woman is and how she is the change that we need. And we networked and we started talking. And when when she was telling me her mission about basically having a platform for incarcerated um, children with incarcerated parents. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I I'm, I'm liking this. This sounds like something I want to want to highlight. And then she tells me about Marilyn and I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) This woman is like an angel. So I'm super excited about our show today. First, let me explain. Uh, introduce you guys, Marilyn Gambrell. She is the creator of No More Victims, which is an organization of origin for her transitioning to her new program, Legends and Legacies Houston. And she has also have, get this, a Lifetime movie original has been made about her life's work called Fighting the Odds, the Marilyn Gambrell story. So, First, welcome, Marilyn. I can't wait to hear about your story and all of that great stuff. Thank Thank you. you. And then we have Daphne Jack. And like I said, I networked with her at an event. And she is the founder and CEO of Prevention Zone, Inc., (laughs) So I was like, wait, did I put a, did I, um, did I make that in an acronym or something? Okay. So it's, it's (laughs) prevention zone Inc and Daphne is having a, a award show coming up. In March, where she is going to have something called Circles of Excellence, the Criminal Justice Awards, and basically we're going to be highlighting people that are doing similar things as as we're talking about today. So, welcome, Daphne.
0: Thank you. Glad to be here. Okay,
1: so first, mm-hmm. what I wanted to talk to Marilyn about. We're going to get back to you, Daphne. You ain't you ain't got a lifetime movie no about worries. you yet. So let's let's go to Marilyn You're first. Not-
0: <laughs> Let's do Marilyn.
1: <laughs> oh, <woo. laughs> okay. So Marilyn, tell no us more. the name of your original organization and where the focus of your work is.
2: No More Victims Inc is the original organization that was 30 years ago that we started. And from there we went into public schools and we've been in public schools for 23 years having classes on campuses for children of incarcerated parents. But I decided to evolve from there because the initial children that started with me at M.B. Smiley High School in Houston were 14 years old. And today they're in their mid-30s. And we're a family for life. So just because you graduate, we're just getting started good when they graduate. But they're legendary. They didn't get caught up. Some did, but the majority of our children made it through, never left their same community, with many family members incarcerated. Very seldom is it just a parent. It's many more beyond that. And went on and got degrees, became master degree. One became doctor degree from Columbia. They have their own businesses, military They go to work every day, just whether they went on to college or not. They got jobs, and they went to work, and they are amazing parents. They're just buying their first homes. It's so lovely to see because we went through some horrifying, frightening days of giving up. A lot of our children didn't think they would even live to be 15 years old because they were either going to get killed or take their own lives. It was a lot of very painful times. But we are to celebrate them. and, And following on through the journey, I wanted to honor them by transitioning, honoring the transition from childhood to adulthood. And now they are giving back to the same child they once were. So Legends and Legacies Houston, to me, was royalty. I'm talking about royalty. So
1: that's how all that happened. So let me ask you this, Marilyn, because I know that that's not really a common thing. Like people don't just like for me, you know, I want to. I, I see this issue. I'm like, oh, I want to do something about it. But I, my thought process would never be like, oh, let me have a program that deals with children of incarcerated parents. So can you tell us your background and, and how this passion led to what you, you started with your program? Yes,
2: ma'am. I was a former
1: parole officer.
2: And as I was doing home visits and being in the field, I would see so many things that that really gave me a whole new awakening and a, a serious reality check about children when they're witnessing a parent becoming incarcerated, they run after the police cars, they're crying. Um, one child that I think was the final blow for me, though there had been several was when the grandmother slapped her because she grabbed the police officer's leg when they were putting her mommy in the police car. And that broke me. That that I said, okay, I'm out. I've got something else to do because that child was just simply in a panic state with lights flowing and a crowd around. And she just wanted her mommy. But, you know, you've got our grandparents. They're tired. They're on fixed incomes. They don't feel well. And then to take on a lot younger children, two, three, some newborns, when their child went to the penitentiary, it's really hard. We really need to honor our grandparents for they have stood by and kept children from ending up in CPS custody. So I just decided that just watching that happen over and over again, that we're creating the next inmate right there, broken, horrified, scared. Um, even if you look like your parent, children are penalized for that. You're gonna you're gonna go to the penitentiary just like your dopey daddy or your, and they simply just look like their parent, and you can say that to them, and they're only three years old. So just all of that. That's it. So I didn't have a clue what to do. There were no programs I could find to kind of help guide me on what to do. But I was in, and I left and, and got it started. And all of a sudden, all these things started coming at us, and, and the movie and then U.S. News and World Report. and that The movie only happened because of U.S. News Report, because a movie producer read our story in U.S. News Re- and Report in flight. They had never heard of us before. So it's woo, it's been quite a journey. But America has no idea what our children are really going through. And it's the largest at risk population of children. In school systems in America.
1: So, what grade levels um, are you are you in, or what grade levels are you reaching out? Where where does it start? I know you said like you had some instances with young little, you know, three year olds or whatever. So, as far as your program, Mm -hmm. at what grade levels do you start?
2: I started the program off wanting to work with high school age first because that child's already got a foot in the door. So if we could help them turn that around first and not, you know, help them not end up in the penitentiary, they also can take the messages we're giving them down all the way down to their youngest siblings. And that child has the ability to teach, where if we started with elementary, they wouldn't have quite the language yet to be able to talk about Uh, healing and and the different aspects of that so we started in high school at mb smiley high school and now we're it's all hisd now or houston independent school district and we're in five high schools hoping to be in three more in the next month we're in middle as well but now in march we are starting in elementary schools as well so we will be in all three grade levels and I can't, and,
1: you know, first, first, I want to say that I think that that is so awesome that you are reaching those younger kids, the one, the children that are are like, but in it, and then on the, the other side of that, it's almost just disheartening to, to, to have that realization be shown to us that, like you said, you're, you're not thinking about that you're just thinking this person did a crime and now you're going to jail and you're going to serve your time. And no one really talks about this relationship. So that's why I think that it was really important to have a sit down and and hear you guys, because we don't as, as soon as, uh, as soon as something happens, we're like, lock them up forever, lock them up forever. But it's not just that person that is suffering it's their family and the children and and stuff like that so i i think that it that's really great now Daphne, i know that um prevention zone inc also has some correlation with this because you and Marilyn do work with the this youth population so can you tell us about your organization and how you guys partner
0: okay um again thanks for having me on here so When I got started, I have um, started with one program being, um, can you hold on a second? I have some company here.
1: And you guys, she hit mute and she's really talking to her company, aka some puppy. She sure is. (laughs) Don't make me unmute this one more time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and she's gone too. Um, But- (laughs) <laughs> but we started out with wanting to do a re-entry for exonerees. These are people who have been wrongfully convicted, sent to prison, and when they come out, they don't have a re-entry for them once they come out. And and as you know from my bio, I'm a retired parole officer, so we, I would see what happened when someone come out of prison, and then they come to the office, and we... You know, they leave with a $50 check. We give them another $50 check when they come to the office for their first office visit. Whereas when someone is exonerated, they let them out and their cameras are there. Wow, you stayed 30 years in prison for something you didn't do. We're sorry you didn't you know that happened. You know, goodbye, have a good life. The cameras turn off. And now these people are faced with who knows what, I mean, 10, 20, 30 years being locked up for something you didn't do. And now you are out in society, not knowing what all has changed. And then we have a youth group called Young People Gathering, which is a group I started with my son and his friends and their parents. And looking at it from like with my son, my husband and I both educated, working, life is good. Look at the Jack family, yay. And not knowing that we were hurting in spite of the outside appearance of us looking like we really have it going on. But we were once part of the criminal justice system um, with my husband. And so we were able to come out. So we wanted to keep those kids focused and and positive, And, and we started out in, in the ninth grade and they all graduated the group we started with in 2021. And so everybody's in college, including my son. He's in college. And, and so that group was there and somehow another stumble across, um, children talking about children with incarcerated parents. And I started researching and finding the data, you know, how many kids are without their parents. And then I went to youth.gov. They have a little program there. And so, I'd heard about Marilyn Gambrell from another um, board member who was the principal at the school Marilyn started out at, Smiley. And so she told me all about it and I was like, oh, wow. And then I looked her up. I was like, dang, this lady got a movie. Oh my God. And so I'm trying to figure out how to find her, how to reach out to her. And it took my godbrother who was being honored at an event and I had to call the organizer to ask them for, you know, about the tickets. I needed to purchase the tickets. And so then she and I got to talking and she said, so what do you do? And so I said, yeah, you know, my nonprofit does this. And I said, we just added um, children with incarcerated parents. She said, are you serious? I said, yeah. She said, I have a lady you need to meet. I said, well, who is she? She said, Marilyn Gambrell. And the rest is history. <laughs> that's how we we finally connected. Yeah. And it it was it was just it was love at first sight. You know, she's like a big sister mm-hmm. to me. And I, although I talk to her like she's a little kid sometimes. But um, but she we I love our relationship and and, and I have her best interest in my heart. And 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 so that's how we came together and I thought, why reinvent the wheel when there's someone already doing something? And 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 so prior to her getting her nonprofit started up again, you know, we would take lunch to the kids. We wanted to try to be active as, as much as we could. And, and and so we would do things like that. And she finally got her nonprofit. So now we're partners. So that's how we got together.
1: I love that story. I love that story. And I, I'm glad you said that, Daphine, because I always say that to people when I'm talking about re- mm-hmm. reinventing the wheel. I always mm-hmm. say, think about how efficient a car is. It has four wheels. They all do exactly the same. They're all going in the same mm-hmm. direction, but yes. it has now. now your core is level. Everything is in balance. You can go faster. You can go further. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people think that I have to be the one. I have to be the pilot. I have to be the pioneer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happens is is that they may lose that momentum or they may not be as successful, but finding people Mm -hmm. that are aligned with the similar things that you want, the similar passions and look at all the things that you guys are doing. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Kudos to you guys. Um, Thank you. So I know that March is criminal justice month. So this will actually be so great because now we can, uh, promo this, (laughs) excellence award show raise awareness because a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't even know what criminal justice month is they are that Mm -hmm. there is a criminal justice month but not only is it just to raise awareness to know that hey there's some stuff going on there is like like you just said Daphne about the exonerated people but Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity to highlight that these organizations also need donations fundraisers how to support Mm -hmm. them things like that so Mm -hmm. Marilyn I'll start with you because anyone that's listening or watching, I want them to know, especially if they have someone that they know is incarcerated or they have a family member, maybe they are a person that went through this and they want to give back or volunteer or whatever it is. So what are some of the ways, even even if it can't be financial, what are some of the ways that they can support your organization?
2: When we're doing different events, we do uh... We participate with Launch Point Inc., which you had found our information on. Uh, bringing them, they can always come and help us out there. Uh, there may be 500 families going through to, to get food and it's placed in their cars. Uh, 500 families every couple of weeks. Uh, just different things that we, we do resource programs where you have all kinds of resources where all the families in different school areas they can come into the school and we, we do that we support mm-hmm. that our kids come out and help guide people and feed people it, it's so it's amazing so we always need a lot of help like that I always need financial support because my plan and now that we have our our my younger ones who are now the older ones and their mentors I got I'm getting ready to get in the place to hire mm-hmm. them They've gotten their degrees. They got what it would take to actually be in the classroom with me and actually could run the whole class. And that's my plan is that child then, who's the mentor for them today, give them the classes. Because I have a lot more I plan to do. So it's time. It is time. So. But for anybody that needs diapers or they need things, they can get in touch with us and we can let them know what to do to get all, the, all those items. And sometimes we don't know how to talk to the child to tell them where a parent or family member that they love is because they're wondering where they're at. We will help you do that, and especially when they're young. They tend to not want to tell them, but the, whoever is the messenger, it is so critical that the way they deliver that information to any age child is gonna be a make or break situation. And the more calmer and positive, uh, they love you, they just they made a mistake, they want you to know they love you. There's so much more to this than just your daddy's locked up or your mom. We got a lot of work to do. And we don't want to hurt the child any further. But we certainly can. And we want to prevent that. But this is what our whole mission is. Our whole vision is. And it's on the back of our T-shirts. Because our children are part of a movement. And if we just be quiet and listen, the child will lead us out of hell. They'll tell us what they need instead of us telling them. But our mission is advocating for the prevention of the incarceration of our children. If that's it, we're on the mission to do that, so whatever it takes, let's get it together, America. We have some work to do. So, no, I
1: love it, I love it. Okay, because I was starting to get fired up. Let me me tell you, Marilyn, you got me here about to catch the Holy Ghost. Um, so you, uh, so, Ah. so basically, another way of saying it is that your organization is to stop the cycle of just because your parents went to jail, you're going to jail. So your organization has come into place and, and you're helping that by bridging that parent child relationship, mending those relationships, also mentoring the children who do have the incarcerated parents so that they know they did something wrong, but that doesn't have anything to do with them still being your parent and, and focusing on that aspect. Okay, got, got it. What One other aspect of that, though, is a lot of times they never
2: get to reunite with the parent. So then you've just got to work really diligently at ensuring that that child understands how valuable and precious they are. And it is never the responsibility of a child for the behavior of their parents. But they think somehow it's their fault. And a lot of things happen while they're incarcerated, which some never come back home. So it's many, many facets. But it's where my focus more than anything is the child. They get caught up gang involved. There's so many things and they're hurting and they don't want anybody to know so they they'll keep this a secret as long as they can Mm -hmm. but we're here and it takes all of us well for we're just one part of making this whole thing work and heal uh Daphne is another part you're a part uh what you're exposing people to so they'll know so
1: we we We're all we the, the wheels, Marilyn. We all the wheels. We rolling, rolling, we going, we going. In. That's we right. We're on the way to Canada. Uh <laughs> and so Yep. I
2: got some patches where they had to
1: plug mine, but I'm rolling. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Probably- and And so Marilyn is going to drop all of her website information all of that at the end but on on the website because I, I too I like to watch videos. I like to know about the person that I'm talking to just if they have a website, if they have any links, if they have anything that they've done I like to always review it and I will tell you guys I was sitting in the restaurant with my daughter today at lunch and I was like oh shoot you know I've, I've been swamped all week and I was like let me go and look at Marilyn's website and just have I Idea of Who she is what she looks like what she's doing and I'm literally sitting there and watching one of the videos and I'm like <laughs> crying like tearing up because it's such an emotional a uh, thing that I've never I've never been exposed to this side before, and it was just such an emotional thing. And and it was even the part where she was um she was showing that she that they also not only deal with like she's all the other the the different processes that we talked about, but she actually was doing like a reenactment of the parent um being a you know you be the parent and me and my partners are acting like your children and you and how to prepare you to get integrated back into my life. Say you've been apart for a while and some of the parents and especially a lot of the women, because of course I think moms just have a different love. I don't Nothing against the dads, but it's something about the moms and all the women are like balling because it's so true, you know, and they're doing these where the kids are angry at them for leaving them. You know, they're telling them, you know, what you allowed to happen to me. So I, 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 if you guys have a chance go on her web website and look at some of these videos so you can really understand why this is so important because if you're not affected by it personally you may not even think it's a big deal you're like okay whatever but when you see I, I mean the whole room is full of people first of all like the whole <laughs> the whole wherever you guys are were um it's just all inmates in the room and and so that, and that was one small jail, <laughs> multiply that times, how many ever jails there are across the country. And that's how many times this is happening and, and how many people are affected. So um just wanted to interject that, Marilyn, we're going to make sure we drop all of your information. Now, Daphne, can you elaborate on how we can support your foundation? Absolutely. So
0: this is one of our major events that we, uh, this is our second time having it. And so um, we, when we first thought about it back in 2021, 22, yeah, 2021, like October, September, um, September, October, my director of communication, we were talking about, she said, Daphne, we need to do a fundraiser like the first half of the year. And then we already have one that's a smaller version of, um, but it's, it's a community type form that we host in October. And so um, she said, what do you think about maybe like honoring a person or something like that for what they do in the field of criminal justice? And I said, oh, wow. I said, that sounds good. And her, her name is Lynn Page. And um, I I said, that sounds good. And so I got to researching, girl. I'm a research guru. You tell me, chew. I'll research, chew. But um, I researched about criminal justice, um, recognizing, and then I came across March. And in 2009, Congress set aside March for National Criminal Justice Month. What better time to celebrate someone that's in that field? And this was October, so we said March we're going to pull it off. And Holly, we got to thinking and brainstorming and how we were going to put it together and everything. And it turned out amazing. We had to sit, we created who we wanted to honor, what type of awards we want to give, and 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 you know my knowledge in law enforcement and everything. I said, oh well, we can honor someone who's been a beacon in the community, um, someone who, who has an outreach. And then we were able to come in contact with another donor. And he said he wanted to play a part in it. And of course, by this time, I know Marilyn to a T. And, and so I said, oh, we need to honor her because she's the children with incarcerated parents and, and someone else who's doing. And so we just started popping these different awards out and giving them a description as to why we're giving the person this award. So last year, Merlin got the Sheepdog Humanitarian Award. And that's the donor that has a has a mission and a foundation of, of helping the community. And so they sponsored that particular award. So we had the Sheepdog Humanitarian Award, and then the Sheepdog Service Award. And we gave that to someone else <laughs> to a old friend of Maryland's who he's been knowing her for a very long time and I was trying to introduce him to Maryland and come to find out they already knew each other over 20 some years so basically everybody
1: know Maryland everybody, everybody knows, knows Maryland. Maryland
0: yes yes and so I thought I was doing some big introducing him and he already knew her and so that was too funny how it all transpired but anyway so we just started thinking of people who would be good. So, of course, we're starting from the ground up, and the ultimate goal is to make this a nationwide awards. I'm talking compared to the Oscars. You know how they have the Oscars for the movies, the Grammy for the music? Well, we want to do this awards for the people in criminal justice, and we have people all over the world who has been and played a part in criminal justice reform. And so that's where we are wanting to take this. And I said, well, shoot, I better start patenting some of our things that we're doing so nobody won't go, oh, let me do the same thing. You know, I didn't come and take stuff from me, but I'm going to fix them when they try. They're going to see I already got a trademark on it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, but anyway, but that's how we got started. And it's our fundraiser that we are hosting and the tickets are $45. And then we do have a sponsorship package starting as low as... $500 $500 up to $25,000. And so our goal this year is to raise $20,000. And because the fact that since we are really moving and, and making an impact on the community, I'm like, Marilyn, we we need to hire people to come and really start operating our nonprofit because just to meet you and whoever might hear through the magazine. I mean, girl, come on now. We gotta, you know, we gotta have everything up and operating. Cause even with the um with the exoneration program we have, there's things that we have to do with that. But we're gonna need the people and the manpower to work it so that we could really be an impact to the community. But that's our event, Circles of Excellence 2023 Criminal Justice Awards. That's that's happening March the twelfth. Um, at Match Gallery, which is downtown Houston, easy to find. And you can go to our website to get the tickets, click it on and it takes you to the link.
1: Right, right. Okay. And then I'll have all the website information um, on there as well. I'm going to circle back to you, Daphne. I just wanted to ask Marilyn one final question before I have you um, give all your information. So Marilyn, Mm -hmm. I've never met anyone that had a Lifetime movie Mm -hmm. made about them before. So, Marilyn, can you tell us how it feels to have a Lifetime movie about you? Okay. When I got the call, I
2: didn't believe them and hung up on them about three times because we had just done CNN. And the U.S. News World Report article had just come out. So we were getting calls and emails from around the world. Our military people around the world were even contacting us and talking about our kids as the true soldiers. And it it was amazing. So when I got that call, yeah, right. But it ended up being true. And they flew in and uh, wanted to meet with my board. And we talked about it and. They said it would take a couple of years but they came and they came to class and our kids got to meet the producer and stuff and and let him tell what lifetime would like to do and he got to sit in with the kids permission for a regular class and he cried and cried he said oh my god you know we have to do this so We did it, and Jamie Gertz was amazing. Uh, She had my accent down to a T. She was just absolutely wonderful. We're so grateful to her, and the kids had roses for her and stuff when she came to class to meet everybody. And she, it, it was amazing. I still think about it today. And did that happen? We really, that really happened. It just, They they flew us in so we could have a a movie premiere in, in Hollywood. So, what? Still seems unbelievable, but it was, it's amazing. I'm so humbled that they thought the work was that valuable that they needed to actually do a movie about it. So,
1: Yes, that's that's definitely a big deal. And sometimes I think that, I mean, like I don't have to have a lifetime movie about me, but I'm just saying. Um, sometimes it's nice to have like you're doing all of these things, and you're you're giving so much of yourself, and and you feel like I just am I making a difference? Am I making an impact? So I think that that was one the a very huge honor but it was something that definitely made everything that you're doing valid it made you sort of like cemented in in this culture as someone that was making a difference so I love that I love that that's right you should have been had a movie Marilyn um Marilyn can you give us your website information email mm-hmm. web whatever how people can find yes you and it's
2: you? the launch center dot org and my email address is this is long but it's mkgambrel dot no more inc at gmail.com. and phone number is seven one three four seven six one one six two
1: okay great and spell your uh, website for anyone that um, is listening that may not watch the video, spell the website.
2: T-H-E-L-A-U-N-C-H-C-E-N-T-E-R dot O-R-G.
1: Perfect. Okay. And Daphne, how can people find you and your website information, all of that contact stuff?
0: Okay, Prevention Zone is on all social media platforms, Prevention Zone Inc., and our website is www.preventionzoneinc.org, P-R-E-V-E-N-T-I-O-N, Zone, Z-O-N-E, Inc., I-N-C dot corg and our phone number is 713-396-3235, and, um, you, our email address is info at prevention When I, it,
1: when, I'm going to post a little clip, probably like three minutes or something. I usually post on my Instagram and my social medias of kind of like some of the content that mm-hmm. we did just to kind of give people an idea of the show mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so I'll have everything tagged mm-hmm. in that, that as well. And then I'll have the, the videos up and of course the. The audio will be on every single uh, streaming platform. So I love that. So just to wrap up, thank you guys so much for giving us your information today. And I just wanted to remind everyone that um, March is criminal justice month and the reason why we wanted to do this is even if you don't support these ladies and what they're doing and their organizations maybe you aren't near maybe you don't know what to do but this is your opportunity where we're we're showing you and we're raising awareness for this this cause because you can do something in your own community you can be a wheel that's running on the car (laughs) that we were talking about that's trying to change the world for the better. So you don't have to look for just whatever is in your own local community, you can be the difference that your um that your community needs. So make sure you don't you know get complacent on that because obviously we need you. So all of that great stuff. So thank you guys.